I'm reading from Mark's Gospel, chapter 5, verse number 19. However, Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, Go home to your friends. And tell them what great things the Lord has done for you. And how he has had compassion on you. Titus chapter 2 verse 11 14. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and godly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age, looking forward for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us. That he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. We can pray together. Almighty God, I am here this morning by your sending. Speak to your people the way you will and let your purpose be done this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please, you may be seated. Brothers and sisters, I wish all of you a Merry Christmas. Praise the Lord. And the best of all the slogans, Sons of God. I said, Sons of God. How can you be marching and you are sitting down? Sons of God. Victory through the blood of Jesus. You want to shout amen? Amen. Let me quickly say thank you to your area head. Your area head is my brother and his wife. His, his wife is my evangelist. The only woman evangelist I know. Amen. Amen. And thank you also to your pastor. And I say so Your pastor is my son. And his wife. 
So thank you. So for um, this morning I have not come to preach to you. I no pay, mama. Say me baby, Kenya me ask them what you I have been sent to you. A couple of days ago, I was having a crusade far away in a remote place in Kenya. And in the morning when I got up for the first seminar, I had a telephone call. I had a telephone call. And he said, all our brothers and sisters in Kumasi, the churches in Kumasi have come together to raise a campaign against false prophets and teachers and they are gathering at Kumasi Sports Stadium and we want you to come and preach. I was about to say I'm far away in Kenya preaching when I just heard a clear voice go and tell them to go and tell. Nana Go and tell them, I said they should go and tell. Since then, I have not become myself. But I feel impressed, my friends, that Jesus is asking me to come and tell you, listening to my voice, a very simple thing. Go and tell. And the way I heard it, it I have come to say to every clergyman in this place, whether you are an apostle or prophet or a teacher or an evangelist or whatever you are, a bishop, you call yourself listening to me either on TV or radio or sitting down here that Jesus has asked you, go and tell. Whether you are a lay person, an usher of the church, a deacon, or an elder, or a youth leader, or worship leader, or choir master, or a businessman, or whatever you are, a businesswoman, or a professional, a doctor, a nurse, a teacher, whoever you are, sitting here working at the market, sitting right here by the mercies of God, Jesus has asked me to come and tell you the season is fast spent. You can no longer sit as you are sitting. Go and tell. You may be a kita, we are sorry, Nis and Pacanino. As someone just as a mechanical will say, and Reno and Yedu, our nations are falling apart. 
Politicians have no answers. People that have trained their intellect extensively have come to their wit's end. They don't know how to progress and how to go on. But the answer is in the hands of the church. Jesus has asked me to come and tell you, go and tell. Politicians, any other people be on the country, I do be be a who's any pen in a bamboo or more to be a woman to me on a bomb and a moyano. I was so in a noon. Jesus, I'm a country. I will say, Call Nakoka. This place is too quiet. Maybe I have to stop. Aye, Dean, and I'm in your summon. I'm a but the scripture we read said, and Jesus said to him, Go home to your friends, your neighbors, to your enemies, to your family members. And tell them what great things God has done for you and how he has shown you this great compassion. Go and tell somebody. Here is a man who has gone mad. And it's one of the sad stories you ever read in scripture. And this man was filled with several devils. He's been despised and rejected. Forsaken and abandoned by his own family and friends. He has no hope in this life. Neither does he have hope in the life to come. He is reserved in a cemetery somewhere. And each day in the morning the Bible says he will crack things and begin to cut himself. And nobody is there to pass where he is. Why? Because the man is filled with several devils. He has no friends. He has no home. He lives among the tombs. And he lives in darkness. But one day. Come on, shout amen. Amen. He found grace in the sight of the Savior who has been born today. He found grace. Favor. Oh, God so loved him. Come on, shout amen. Amen. And he healed him of all his sickness and brought him to himself. And I was watching him. As I read the Bible. As he sat pensive. Peacefully. Dressed up. In his good composure. And for the first time in several years, having a cut and combed his head nicely. And sitting at the feet of the master. Now, 
for the first time surrounded with several friends and his clothes are changed his name is changed his destiny is changed for the first time he has somebody to love him come on here somebody shout amen and then he looked into the eyes of the master and I think he did the right thing. He said to him, Lord Jesus, from his forth, what you have done for me, wherever you go, I will go with you. Wherever you sit, I will sit with you. Whatever you eat, I will eat with you. You are the one that has done this for me. But guess what? Jesus looked into his eyes and said to him, don't follow me. Don't go with me anywhere you want to go. But go back to your house. Go back to your own people. Go back to your enemies. Go back to your friends. Go back to the surrounding places. And when you go, don't shut your mouth. Tell them what good things that Jehovah has done for you. This is the nature of our church. The grace of God that brings salvation to all men has appeared. Somebody shout amen. When we were not lovely, when we were not respected, when we were nobodies and had no name, rejected, thrown out from our homes, suddenly the grace of Almighty God appeared to you and to I. The Bible did not say when we have stopped sinning, but the Bible says, well, we were yet sinners, the grace of God came to us, not when we were lovely, no, but when we were okay. unlovely, when our face was destined for death, the grace of God, for God so loved the world that he has given his only begotten son, you cannot just spend Christmas, the Bible says go and that is the essence of Christmas. And no, and a yet a yet reason for this celebration. And long ago in this church, that is our mark. When it is convention time, it is time for men and women who have found favor with God to leave their comfort zone and go and because we didn't belong to the commonwealth of Israel but the grace of 
God that surpasses all things to uncircumcised people like us and join us with circumcised people and called us his church and called us God's own people. If I had said this one in Wyatt, they would have praised God with a clap and glory to God. Don't feel like preaching. And you miss me in casa. It weighs on my neck. It weighs on my head. I am to do do or me come when you meet The church is gradually departing from its basic core. It's unsay as a funo a guswara a free or free. But I ain't here. We're free. I see elders, pastors, dabbling in occult, looking for fame and looking for material. And I see church members crisscrossing here and there, following after some man of God and some woman of God and some miracle of God somewhere, and they have left where Jesus has sent them and moved everywhere. I have been sent this morning to come and tell you enough of your comfort zone. Go and tell. By the 24 night, you find them everywhere. And as they look for, they can't find anything. But hey, Aye, ejuma ama erazi. Ono na wa from yasmami. Metieno ya Medina samso na sema obekanuna meka metieno. Na Medina Samso Na Sama Obeka Luna I've heard it said many times that the, the nation is becoming what it is because of Christians, and I'm tempted to believe it. Because having received said great mercy and salvation. And having been blessed in all material substances, we have forgotten to tell. We don't even tell our own children. In fact, not too long ago, I had to speak to a young lady, 19 or 18 years. I knew her when she was 15. Her father took her to the US to go and study. And she sat in my hall and said, What I'm telling you, don't tell my father. Since I came, I 
I can't go to class every morning. Unless I am hooked to whiskey. I just A father is an elder. A mother is a dickness. The fear of God is losing and leaving us. It is untenable to find what happened to people that sit in church. Sitting in church has become cliche. But Jesus spoke to his early disciples. Preach the gospel and make all men my disciples. Matthew chapter 28 verse 16 and Mark chapter 16 verse 15. To our church fathers who traveled very far some died by malaria and other ailments and because he said to them go and tell they went everywhere and demonstrated with their lives and words and God's voice is still ringing out everywhere here today this morning go and tell tell about the kingdom of God tell it with your life and substance tell that there is no salvation in any other for there is no name given amongst men by which any man can be saved except the name of Jesus that Jesus who was born for us who was crucified for us who resurrected for us and who is coming back again there is no name greater than that name Come on, sorry, man. Because there is no other name given amongst men. Because Jesus is the way. And Jesus is the truth. And Jesus is the life. He is the only determined way for life. Or the true way for life. Go and tell it. Why? It's because the Bible says in Romans chapter 1 verse 17 and 18 for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for in that gospel is the power of God is the power of God unto salvation for everyone that believes The world is not looking for any other thing. And the gospel is the only power of God. That word which the Bible translated and says salvation implies four things. Number one, it implies eternal life. Number two, it implies healing. Number three, it implies deliverance. And number four, it implies soundness of mind. What Paul is saying is that in the gospel is the eternal life of God. Come on here. Come on here. I've heard my years. I'm demanding an amen. Matthew, yes, no, 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 
It is in the gospel that we have healing. Oh, I will talk to you about it. When you preach the gospel, you don't need anything to wake up miracles. The gospel is the power of God to everyone that believes. If your husband is troubling you at home, the only guide to bring him is not to bind and lose him or take him anywhere. Just the gospel. If, if, if I'm a presiding elder or a pastor and I want my people to live righteous, there's nowhere to go far away. Just the gospel. Because the Bible says in the gospel. It's the power of God that transmits from righteousness ah, to righteousness. So as the man begins to preach the gospel, this begins to change. Don't go in our church. Every candidate who have come to church and has been converted for three days is qualified to give a personal testimony on the platform the next Sunday morning. Yes. So the area where we went to preach, as soon as he comes to Christ, we put him on the platform. And everybody knows him in that area. So the man lifts up his voice and said, me, my name is Kodubedu. I live just around the street. And everybody knows me. I am a heavy drunkard. And the people say, yes, we know. Then he says, since the day I met Jesus. From that day on, that man is changed forever. Here in church today, we are people whose one leg is sitting outside and one leg is sitting inside. And they have not encountered the cross of Jesus. Why? Because they cannot tell their testimony. Hey, the gospel is powerful. Come on, shout amen. Amen. We are going through the temptations they are going through. I brought you a book. When I finish our intro, we are going through the temptations they are going through because since the day they became converted, even their boss at work, they have not told him they are converted. So they are boss told that they are the same old and so you are going through the temptation. The man is always putting his hands at your back because he doesn't know that you are a brand new creation. See, I used to be a village pastor. When my time is up, I used to preach in a certain village. Most times, I think I had about 13 local assemblies. And those places, the place I have to take motorbike to go was two. And one, I can go with a car if I have one. The rest, I have to walk. 
The shortest was five miles. The longest was 20. The longest was 28 miles. 28 kilometers. One of the villages we had to go and open a church, we had to carry our generator and walk. And walk for 17 miles. And here is a village of a certain fetish. And they don't know Jesus. And indeed the Bible says, curse is that man who worships idols. The Bible says, it doesn't make sense. You go and find the people. You see the people all scattered over, over the place. The, the fetish priest himself was coughing TB. Now, his, 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 wife, his, wife his wife has strange cancers on the breast. And all the people in the place are sick or something. I went with my wife. She was pregnant at that time. We had no place to stay. We mounted our platform the first day. And if platform see I preached. Oh, sure. I preached. I preached Genesis to Revelation. Nobody mind me. Everybody was sitting in his chair. The chief himself was sitting in his chair. Oh, I preached. Oh. Nobody mind me. We, we came this next day. After having preached, I prayed the whole day. No, 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 no. The fourth day. The third. And when he was getting into the fourth day, I got angry. Don't go and get angry like that. I got angry last time. Now I decided that these people, I will insult them and go back. No, 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 no. I told the people, look, people who are living in the city, crazy people, they are serving God. You are living in this crooked place. Look at you. And look at the way you are living here. And I quoted them a scripture that the Bible says even the sheep knows his father, uh, his master's creed. And God has created you like this. You don't want to serve God. Then I added that me, I've come to save my own. All of you will go to hell. But once I was angry, I said, but for God so loved the world. And out of the bush, emerged a very powerful drunkard. And he has bottomed his shirt here. And his chalote has hooked to it. And his trousers was like this. He came and stood there like that. He watched me on the platform. Say, Savo. No, Otiemu. Mabunfu. Pastor, don't be angry. May God give you grace and patience. So I looked down at him. And I said to myself, You look at him. If you know how much 
Fasting, fasting, and people are not mad. I looked at him and looked at the way he was drunk. I was even other man to lead him to pray. I'm coming to look for human beings. Drunkard. But that was for which people Jesus was born. Jesus came to die. Yes, you say Somebody shouted. And I led him to accept Jesus that Meet night. Man, yes, Christo. Now say, what is your name? Now be saying, say, what is your name? Say, from Abukere Kwasasi. Or say, Abukere Kwasasi. He said, can I say, what is your name? I said, what is your name? Say, I accept the Lord. He said, pardon me. And he was the only person I had that night. When I went back home, I was mad. Because I was mad. I've walked all these kilometers to get to this place. There's so many people here. And yet, just a, a, a drunkard, just one drunkard you gave me. So I came back the next night. And it was the fifth day. And I said, yeah. My eyes are very red. When I mounted the platform, I had preached only 15 minutes. I had only 15 minutes. When a train of people started coming in. When my two sons Sixteen of them. The first one is a young man like this, 18 years old. Followed by another young man. Followed by a woman. Between 30 and 40. But the one that is at the fifth looked like the man who came yesterday. I looked at him well. He has a clean shirt on. He has a clean trousers. You know, I said to myself, it cannot be that man. Because the man, even after I had, pra- I had prayed for him, he was more drunk than he came. But the man, the young man in front lifted up his hand and said, Preacher. Please, I want you to ask you a question before you go on. I said, what is your question? No, see, what's somebody saying? He said, my name is, he mentioned his name. No, My father is this man here, Abu Kwasasi. When I said, I better stand where. He said, I am 18 years old. And since the time I was born up till today, this morning was the first time in my life I ever got up and saw my father sober without drink. We go without food because my father will come and kick away all our soup. 
Jesus is the hope to the hopeless. He is the Lord of a lotless world. He is the Lord of lords and the King of kings. In him is life and that life is the light of man. This is the testimony that we have that God has given us eternal life. Come on, shout amen. And this life in his son. I said, well, I see. what happened? I didn't see He said, nothing has happened. But if you see, we have taken our father to our hometown and everywhere. They said his father died with the drinking. Yes, yeah, Papa. So until we go and resurrect the father and bring a cloth from the father, he can never stop drinking. And if there is said, something that has made him stop drinking, all of us we want it. After a while, I was transferred. And you transfer me. And he came to my place. I went to find a land and put him there. I gave him seven or eight cutlasses. You are looking into my eyes. Who hear me? Listening to my story. We have a duty. Yeah, we're Juma. I bought him two boxes of key soap. Now, me talk key soap. And I can be a new. Gave him a few brownie where we despised him. And I'm a man who brownie where we can crave and I'm a DJ and a coin. Eight months later, Musumin Wachiachi, I was, I had barely come out of my room. Namin Pien for me, them poet. When I heard the knock, Coco, Namitzo be bombipono. So I opened the door. Timmy be a ponono. Here is people, about 28 of them. Among four bear and Nipa bear said, I do know what she. All of them women. When you know, man, only two men. And including the man was Abugre Kwasasi. Na emema ni mono Abugre Basasi kwa My heart lift a bit. Enti mekume me 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 kakra. Trouble. Asambe na ba. Asaku we di minino. This guy, I know him. So I said, can I give you a place to see? They say yes. Because my mama kumi ana musi. The woman said, until we tell our story, we take no water. My heart started beating like this. Yen 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 musi. Na afide me kuma yes eh bo peri peri. So we sat down. Until yet na seara. And I asked the woman. Nambisa. What is bringing you people here? Mama niye waha. The first thing was we have heard that this man abugre here is your son. Ya tisa sa abugre we ya uba. Can I say yes or no? I know him. Hello? Hi. I didn't know what to say. So, uh, I said, I'm not Please, continue. Carry on. So, okay. We didn't come too badly. Uh, in our village, all the men. Uh, and rapist. One you know, you want to and they have even and been, 
They have been reaping their own daughters. And we can't depend on them. We can't even give them our money. To but to we have looked through all the men. The only man in our village. Which we think that we can depend on him. And trust him. It is Abugreman. I have come to ask you. That you will give him to us as our leader. My head got confused. I said, do you know what you are talking about? Do you know this man? Abugre looked into my eyes and said, oh, Papa. And I said, oh, I said, Abugre that you knew of is, that is not the same Abugre. This one is the real Abugre who is inhibited for by Jesus the gospel there is a power of God that transmits people from righteousness to righteousness. Come on, shout amen. That is why Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel. Because it has a changing power. Come on, shout amen. It changes the wildest offenders. The man that is cast away and thrown out changes his life. And makes him something else. The reason why we cannot have people even to wear for us is that. They said in Ghana everybody is corrupt. So what happened to the gospel? What happened to it? And then they see it. It is the power of God. Salvation. For that Ask me to stop preaching. Ask me to stop preaching. Too many choreography. Too many Woman who suffers so I want to read for you a scripture. Can I, can I read it? 
And I'll run out the rest of my sending for you and sit down. But in Mark's gospel chapter 1, Mark was Beginning from verse number 32. The Bible says at evening. When the sun had set. They brought to him all who were sick. And those who were demon possessed. And note it in your Bible. Verse 33 says. And, and the whole city. Everybody say the whole city. Come on say it again. Were gathered at his door. Underline it. The whole city were what? Gathered. I'm a pastor in Dansuman here. And the next morning, and the whole of Dansuman is gathered. At my doorstep, what would I do? The whole dancing man. What would I do? I say, even the big Then we keep marking. Do you get what I'm saying? Baby, we throw away Doctor Wayato someone. It's a place called Doctor Wayato. Thursday morning, by the time I get to church, and by the time we get to five, the, the, the whole church is full outside, tents. I'll just watch them come and see me demonstrating. Today, the last time I was in Kumasi, and in January, my chapel gets so full that I become. Assemblies of God, God they are uh, leaders who will come and take notes. And, and, and by the time you come, I, I'm, wearing, I'm at the gate wearing a three-piece suit. And I'm actually greeting people before they come in to sit. And Sunday mornings, don't joke. And when I, I went there, it's like, platform like Come and see me on the platform. But in the evening, all the town had gathered at the house of Jesus. So I decided to go into the Bible and find out what Jesus the master. Will he behave like me? Go on to verse number 34. And let's all read it together, please. Now I am at the moment no anchor sa. Esan say no to go to thirty four. Edwiasa and nine thirty five. Edwiasa num. Na anopano. Was sorry you know. And sana adiye no. Okay. What? Something to be wrong with this man. You have all the town. 
Sitting at your gate at your door. Where do you want But Jesus got out and went somewhere. That he's going to pray. And that is what everybody tells us. Nobody is coming to me. So they don't have time for God. But before you have responsibility with any man, you first have responsibility with God. In the best of busy schedule, he left to pray to God. In this season, if you forget everything, don't get too busy that you forget about God. But read the 36 and you'll be dumbfounded. And Simon and those who were with him said for him. And when they found him, they said to him, Everybody is looking for you. It means that the king, yes. the chairman, the MP, the supplement, everybody. Parliamentarians. Everybody didn't look for me in Pomotel. The TV in the announcement. Echo Kaswa. Now branch number 11. Nebi said they would divorce him for him for no war. When people are not looking for me, I'm giving directions on TV, telling them after this market, turn left, turn right, number zero zero. Everyone, oh, not some of the people, not half and of the people. That is what we call today uh, a successful ministry. When everybody is looking for you. But verse 37 says something we have to note. But he said to them, now catch that one, sir. 38. 38. Can we read it? Now catch that one, sir. Let us go into the next time. And preach there also. Why? Because it's for this purpose that I have been sent for. Amen. He left the fame. He left the dignity. He left the people. He left the multitude. He even left the comfort zone. Let's go out. That I might tell it there as well. Because it is for this reason that I came. Go and tell all men to repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. Tell all men to repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. Tell all men to repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. Tell all men to repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. There is no time to waste. Enough of us of mommy or dickness. Go and what am I going to tell? Jesus loves the man that is a sinner. Yeah. He is the only one that has eternal life. Are you born again? Are you washed by the blood? Are you, you by the blood? are you going to hell or you are going to heaven? There is no middle ground. 
You are either a child of God or you are a child of the devil. The only way to God is to be born again. And you can be born again through Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If the Son of God shall set you free, you and you and you shall be free indeed. There is no other way. That he has given is only begotten. And the Bible says, can I say, he who has this son has life. All the other people who don't have this son do not have life. And many of us are watching and our neighbors are sleeping out to hell. Yesterday we were at the deaf and dumb convention. By the time I say Jack, one of the ladies was sick. By the time they could take her through the clinic, she was gone. Can you count how many people are gone from yesterday? Some people, whether you like it or not, are dangerously not going to be living up to the 25th. But I ask you a question. What can a man give in exchange for his soul if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? You are giving them Fanta. You are giving them Biscuit. You are giving them Jalom. You are giving them Turkey. You are roasting all the kinds of roasting for them. They are coming from the village and living in your house but what can a man exchange for his life if he gains the whole world and loses the gospel is the only answer to the question of it is only the gospel that assures us of a savior that has been born. And the essence of this Ajinkwa who has been born, which you call Christmas, is that the gospel must be preached. And the message of this kingdom is in two parts. The first part is the assurance of God's salvation for mankind in the birth of Jesus. His death and resurrection of the Messiah or Savior of the world. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 says Isaiah for unto us a child is born. For unto us a son is given. Oh, glory to God that his kingdom shall be upon his shoulder. Hallelujah. Amen. 
and he will be called a counselor. He'll be called the wonderful. He'll be called the mighty God. He'll be called the everlasting Father. He will be called the Prince of Peace. Shout Amen. Amen. Then there is a part which involves the declaration to the world of the establishment of a great kingdom. Which has come into the world. And so the acceptance of the gospel message through repentance initiates you into a new kingdom. This Jesus you are talking about is not born outside there to be lullaby, but he is born in your heart. Yes, 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 yes. So I have this king dwelling in my heart. I go with him everywhere. I come with him everywhere. That is why I can chop or suffer everywhere and still come intact. Let me add this of a baby and my samba. <laughs> Which demon says it can consume you? The king has come to dwell in your heart. And his kingdom has come to dwell with you. So after that, when Christmas has happened to me, when I'm walking about, so Christmas I'm walking about with the king. king. And I'm walking with his kingdom. I haven't seen. Me, my, you know, I bring it. I bring it from second day, second day. Ah, I haven't seen your two know here at all. Jesus, not Mark, remember? Jesus is in my heart. Jesus is right here. Say, you know, whether you are a demon or a witch, that the king is born in my heart. I live with him. I walk with him. I talk with him. Somebody shout, Amen. Amen. I used to be I used to be a village pastor. I've written it in this book. The chiefs in the place I went to be or came to tell me yepede ye to bro ya. So some of the chiefs came and told me that we want to celebrate the Christmas with you. We have a pastor of land. Please go and weed it and take. And that that pastor of is filled, is, is, is inhabited by their chief priests. So they think that if I give them the money and I try going into the land, I couldn't to. go into the land. He's coming with his king now, and his kingdom. kingdom. He dwells in my heart. He dwells in my heart. Whatever they do won't succeed. Whatever they do will not succeed. It won't prosper. The king has come to dwell in your heart. And he has brought his whole kingdom. Jesus says that if you will believe, the kingdom has come already. Jesus has come to dwell in my heart. 
28 people. Young men. So I got some colors for them and we prayed. With By the time it was daybreak, they came to report that Where the to? fetish man has fled. Why I didn't? Where to? He has fled. Where to? And that's very sad because now Christians are walking around, collecting, drops of oil, putting oils on their hands. The king is in my heart. He dwells in me. The Bible says wherever he goes, he goes with his kingdom. His kingdom shall be upon his shoulder. And when he enters my heart, he sits with that kingdom. He brings his power. He brings his wonder working power. Come on, shout amen. Amen. When since the last six weeks, beginning from Pasa to Saswa, I've seen, I've seen at least three blind people whose eyes have been opened they didn't do anything they didn't even give offering they didn't even want to be they didn't give offering even those of us on the platform didn't know what happened the guys were blind since you just came to sit in our it's live in our hearts our eyes are opened Jesus is with you and you move with his with him and you move with his kingdom. The first night, I'll come and see how you display here. You don't need anybody to tell you it shall be well with your soul. Jesus dwells in your heart. Somebody shout amen. It shall be well with your soul. Because he dwells in me, my future is certain. Because he dwells in me, my destiny is intact. Because he dwells with me, it doesn't amount to turmoil. I have the Prince of Peace inside me. I have the peace of God. I'm preaching this time. I'm preaching. I feel I'm preaching. I am preaching. Episode Madina, me wo Jesus a simi mu, me wo Jesus a simi mu, me wo Jesus a mu. Oh, 
something. Ask, ask me to tell you. Ask me to tell you. There is something that has no cure. Every other thing under the sun has cure. It has cured. It is something we call sin. I was preaching in the UK when a young man who had just finished university a girl about 23 years very skinny and came to me from the back there he said pastor can I talk to you I said yes what are you going to talk about so, well, my father is a deacon. My mother is a deaconess. But I go to church, but I don't know Jesus properly. And I said, why are you saying that? Then he said, I have a burden. So, what's your burden? You say, you see me the way I am like this. I guess I'm a handsome young man. I say, you are polished. You are polished. Polished. But what's the problem? He said, I cannot sleep a night without sleeping with four different women each night. I can't stand anything in a skirt. Whether it's a mad woman, an old woman, and he's like this. If there's nothing that is a disease, and I tell you, this is a chronic disease. Sin is the greatest disease under the sun. It binds people. It makes you cripple. It blinds your eyes. It takes away your power. Sin as though everybody looks at it and says it's enjoyable and this Christmas you are determined out of this place to date a certain woman and do what you like. It can paralyze you. If you doubt me, go and ask Sin can make your enemies laugh at you. Sin can cause your hands to be tied. It can blind your eyes. It is the most devastating canker under the They have polished it, giving it another name and today young ladies sitting on internet are making themselves naked and calling it fame. Sin. But what the gospel does is that he makes a man encounter Jesus at the cross. And at the cross. Where Jesus is crucified. The vilest offender. Is declared sinless. And is made whole. Somebody shout Amen. The greatest portion of the gospel is encounter at the cross. Without Jesus and him crucified, there is no salvation. Too many people come to and dance in this church and jump, but they have not encountered the cross. 
But the gospel is that that's one person will come to Don't Christ to, and will encounter eye. the cross. I have been dealing with deliverance for more than 30 years. I have been doing it for more than 30 years. The same people that come and the same people that fall down are the same people that come and fall down for 20 years. The reason is this simple. They have not encountered the cross. And when say won't share yes go so our senior it is at the cross that you get your passport and visa that will take you to eternity. One of their legs is sitting outside. They come to church and dance amazing grace. And they go to the world to dance bobolibo. And so he comes to church and you ask him, how about your old boyfriend? So no, no, mom is carrying two collection. And to be sending said, now we bought from back now. He gives money for offering. And so for ten years he's just free shall do. Obeba for deliverance. Same person. What the gospel does is that he brings you at the cross. And then you can kneel at the cross. Tell the king that I am a sinner. Please forgive me, my son. From that day, the taste of it, the sweetness of it, leaves you and you become a brand new man. I love the old rugged cross. Somebody shout, Amen. The Bible says for the people of the world it is foolishness. But we who believe in God, the cross of Jesus is the power of God to everyone that believes. Somebody shout amen. At the cross I lay down my sin. Next year, please, I'm begging you. Don't just worship God. If you haven't given your life to Christ, that is why we are here. Whether you were a child or a grown-up, today is a day of grace and mercy. The door of heaven is open. The door of heaven is open. The love of God that brings salvation is here. The mercies of God that brings salvation is here. If you will dare and just come out from there. One young man told me, said, Pastor, I am tired of struggling. I intentionally took my class from the university, 100 of them. All of them pastors, I took them to the beach. pastors, class beach. And when they went to Osu Beach, exactly where the castle is at the back of it, and they saw the death. And they saw young ladies 13. Hooked to we and LSD and the other brother. What do we? Cocaine and tramol and they were lying down there. Now, what did they have from? And some of them were wearing rings everywhere in their hands. And now, what did they have? I saw some of the pastors crying. Let me who said I saw from the BSU. And one of them came to me. Let me come back and change. Say, he said, Ah, apostle, Mr. Apostle, what's the matter? You've just contaminated my mind. What's the matter? What's the matter? What's the very sad. Sometimes 
we can be so free that we will not remember they are the people who are under such bondage. When, when we got there, the spirits of the pastors left them. Young, beautiful ladies. They've taken these things and are, are just and when they release all these films, see us pray. That we are tired. We baptized 28. And at 2 o'clock, they were still coming. Oh, I love the cross. It is only at the cross that the files of sin will be forgiven. When we went to Polukwani, in South, South Africa, Africa. South Africa no? Dr. Abba was walking at the door. No, be Dr. Onam When he saw a gentleman, no, said, Jesus loves you. No, see, yes, Mister Dow. He said, Ah, what have you done to my heart? Hey, he brought him to the church. He was screaming everywhere. No, baby. So wait for me. What's he telling me? Just went to his house. No, call the Brought his guns. No, didn't. Yes, I don't want them anymore. I've just killed my last person. I've killed twenty-two already. I killed my own brother eight weeks ago. These are the guns. It is only the cross. How dare us if we don't go and tell? All over around us. People are decaying because of sin. The only answer is the cross. I am daring with women's ministry to preach and tell about him. And the youth ministry to preach and tell about him. And the young people, enough of the jazz, talk about Jesus. Enough of the jazz. And when you do, he will prove it by his power. Out of the simple of you, the sick will be healed. The bound will be released. We will not have all kinds of people come and tell our story and take us our money. But his resurrection life and power will work out and through you. Sorry to me. This morning, my message is simple. I'll be asked to come and tell you to rise up. Sorry. Go. 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 And tell it that Jesus has been born. Say, yes, Christ. Yeah,